If I hear any more language like that from you, young lady, you're in for a jolly good smack bottom. This edition of the Geeks at the Gates is brought to you by Destination Venus, the big little comic shop tucked away in Harrogate's Westminster Arcade. We stock all kinds of comics because we love all kinds of comics. Marvel Zombies, DC Divas, Image Imagineers, Small Press Stalwarts, Indie Individuals and all points in between. We love superheroes, but there's more to life than spandex and we do our best to have something for everybody. Basically, whatever comics you want, we've either got them or we'll get them if they're out there to be got. Find us on the web, destinationvenus.co.uk. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash destinationvenuscomic. Or on Twitter, at dvcomicshop. Destination Venus. Love comics. And welcome to the Geeks at the Gates. This is the first edition of 2018. Um... And your geeks at the gate this week are me, Reggie Rigby, comic book retailer, wannabe writer, sometime critic, and... Oh, am I saying it? Oh, sorry, I thought you were saying it. Sorry. Hello. Uh, my name is Steve. I am king of the geeks. I am the geek pub quiz master, slightly sane scientist, but everything else just comes out of my brain like verbal diarrhea. And you're really crap at taking cues. Sorry. I was trying not to make eye contact. <laughs> Hello, Steve. Hello. Happy Geeky New Year. Also joining us is... Uh, I'm Helen. I am wife of Steve. And that's it, really. That's my whole life. Oh, you're yeah. so much more than that. We, <laughs> don't define, we don't define people by their spouses I on am, the show. Uh, long-time geek. I'm a big movie fan. Uh, I am retro gamer. I am big Supernatural Walking Dead fan. I'm a big geek and also a yoga teacher. I don't know how that fits, really. I don't see why you shouldn't. Why not? She's some sort of geeky... Uh... And your Mrs. Geek Pop quiz. Yes. As I said, I am just Mrs. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say that would still be defining you by your spouse, and we don't do that. And uh, finally... Hi, I'm Hat. I uh, will someday actually finish writing my comic book and drawing it. That is the dream. Uh, that's basically it. I'm a massive nerd. Uh, also, yeah, retro gaming. Normal gaming. Uh, movies, comics, everything. That's where I'm at. I only really recently realised that I'm now a retro gamer because I don't have a new gen console, so I'm just like, oh, I guess that makes me a retro gamer. Retro, retro. It's sooner or later we're all retro. Yeah. Yes, it's it's true. it's, it's, it's unavoidable. Yeah. I would just like to do a shout out, which is to to Jack of this podcast, to say congratulations on 100% completion on Super Mario Odyssey. You oh, massive wow. nerd. That hasn't been out that long. That's he talked about it what like two points. Yeah, I don't know if that's impressive or just unbelievably sad. No, that's no, that's really impressive. I doff my cap to him. Had I not already just taken my cap off, yeah. I, I could do that if I had the time. Actually, this is audio. You could just say you were doffing your cap, I but nobody would know. To, yeah. That is, yeah, that is impressive. Yeah, yeah no, well done, well done, Jack. Really well done. Although, given that you've told us for the last two podcasts that you couldn't, well, actually, as you're listening to this, dear listener, the last five podcasts. Uh, that you couldn't come in and do any recording because you were so busy at work. Um, we know what he's working on. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to leave that there, really. <laughs> you massive, massive geek. Yeah. Um, right, now, unusually for one of these, uh, we have an agenda because Steve insisted. So uh, we're going to be in three parts. I don't know how this is going to divide up into actual podcasts. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell you what we're going to do recording-wise. And then listening-wise, it'll happen. 
in instalments. Um, so we're going to open up with a bit of an introduction about what we're grateful for geek-wise in the last 12 months. Then we're going to talk about Doctor Who. We're going to focus very strictly on the Christmas special. We're not talking about Doctor Who in general or the, the virtues of a female Doctor, anything like that, except in how it relates to the Christmas special. Um, then we're going to talk about Star Wars The Last Jedi, specifically The Last Jedi. We did a whole podcast on Star Wars a while ago. Uh, and I don't want to give Steve the excuse to tell us to stay on target again. <laughs> then we'll have a little bit of a look forward into 2018, and by that time it'll be time to go home. Sounds, how many, how many, good. How many podcasts that's actually going to be is anybody's <laughs> guess. Uh, so, since I appear to have the mic by virtue of being the one talking, I'll start, shall I? Sounds good. It's my podcast, damn it. Yes, and you, you start while I think, and I start racking my brain about what I'm going to say. What's the point of posting well, an agenda? Yes, I know, because I have a one-year-old. And yeah, fair enough. He's, he's very energetic, and yeah, Hats made notes, and I just... I always make notes because my memory is terrible. Uh, I have said this on every podcast I've been on. My memory is I'm terrible. I'm going to start making I will notes. not yeah. remember names. I have to say, I have, watched, I have watched the Doctor Who Christmas special twice today in oh. order to make sure it's fresh in my mind. I was going to, and then I was like, I was gonna. I was. I was at work, so I actually had to work. You see, oddly, I was at work too, but somehow it matters less. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, twenty seventeen. I think there's only one thing I can be grateful for, really, in terms of geek in twenty seventeen, uh, and that's this place. Yeah. He says, looking. At, this is great. This is podcast gold, isn't it? Looking around the room that I'm sitting in that the listeners can't see. In your in your amazing podcast mind palace. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we are recording as ever, dear listener, in um, Destination Venus in the heart of Harrogate's Westminster Arcade. Probably just listen to an ad that tells you that, in fact. And it's a bit of a privilege. Uh, anybody who saw my New Year's Eve Facebook Live post uh, has already heard me gush about what a privilege running this place is. But it is. Um, I get to read all the comics all of them i don't have to buy them well i do have to buy them everything that comes in here is mine but it's not the same as buying them and i can read everything and it's amazing i've read so much stuff that i would never have read. i would never have read slam if i didn't own this place i would never have read scales and scoundrels i would never have picked up he says looking like well, snagglepuss for a start um you would never have watched the doctor who christmas special twice in one day that's true you didn't own <laughs> couldn't do that when you were teaching um <laughs> And I rarely have chairs thrown at me. That's that's not happened since I started doing this, which is a change. Yeah, but you don't do Saturdays, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I meet people. Um, in fact, everyone sitting around this table I met because of this place. And to be fair, everyone who sits around this table, even the ones who aren't here, I met because of this place. Mm. Um, so thank you for my social life, you magnificent shop. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's me. Um, it's a terrible job in terms of wages. Um, I hardly ever get paid, and I don't care. <laughs> it's brilliant. Happy is the man who is paid for his hobby. Yeah. yeah. Getting paid for my hobby would be nice, yeah. actually. I should work on that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, 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 it's great, and I, I am grateful for it every day. So there you go. That sounds oh. awfully pious. Somebody come up with something great. better than that. Oh, God, what am I grateful for this year? Last year. What year is it? Where are we? Who am I? Who am I? 2018. We're living in the future oh, now, Steve. I've, I've had a very busy day at work. Um, I'm just trying to think, what, what was the big event of last year that just made me go, wow, that was amazing? There's been quite a few. Um, personally, the Geek Pub quiz turned five years old, which I had no idea was ever going to last this that, long. We thought it would last six months. I didn't even... I, I thought it would last two or three, and that would be it. Because we designed the whole thing to help promote Destination Venus. 
um, under its previous owner, and it just kept going and going and going to the point where we've been hosting quizzes at all different kinds of places. We hosted one at Sci-Fi Scarborough last year, which was just insane. Mm. Well, I can't remember how many teams we had, but it was about 260 mm. people, I think, mm-hmm. which was crazy busy, but it was such good fun. Um, we've And obviously, we've met so many fantastic, wonderful people. We got to go to UltraCon, which was just brilliant, and it was probably the biggest, bestest, geekiest event in Harrogate. Um, it was pretty good, actually. It was very impressive, considering it was... Was it one day? It was just a one-day one event, day yeah. And, you know, one venue, and it was... Yeah, I, I thought it was very, very well put together. That's all I've got. And, uh, <laughs> other than that, just... Yeah, the fact that having... A movie quiz as well meant that I didn't need to pay for a single cinema ticket last no. year, which was brilliant. And so I got to see every movie I, I wanted to, to see. Wow. We've, actually, we've actually seen more. We've been to the cinema more since having a child than we Yes, <laughs> yeah. People said, oh, well, you'll, you'll stop. I'd probably get to the cinema yeah. maybe four or five times a year pre-movie quiz. And now I've been able to go every month and it's been fantastic. I am so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's just, just so crazy. cool. Great. <laughs> we need to introduce you to Anna. Yeah, Anna's amazing. We love Anna. Big shout out to Anna. Oh, and also the other big thing of last year, the thing that I'm most grateful for, was working with you, Mr. Reggie, uh, for Can't Stop the Serenity. Um, at the amazing, end. Right? And that was brilliant. It was so, so good. We, um, we raised a phenomenal amount of money for one afternoon with about 30 to 40 brown coats. Mm. I can't actually remember now how much we raised. Was it seven hundred pounds? Seven hundred, yeah. Seven hundred. Yeah, which all went to quality now, and we were the only people in the UK that organised the Can't Stop the Serenity. Yeah, sort that out, UK. And we'll do another bloody podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me do another podcast. Yeah. So yes, I'm grateful for all those geeky things. Helen, hello. I'm grateful for this year. I am very grateful for. No, last year. I don't know, it was a bit of a crap year, wasn't it, in terms of real life. But I think what what I really enjoyed was how pop culture, in pop culture we seem to be advancing quite a lot. We've got transgender characters, we've got strong female characters, we've got Black Panther coming out, which is all, you know, mainly black cast. And, and it's, it's really very exciting. Nice. Somebody, somebody pointed out to me when the Black Panther poster was published. Yeah. There was one token white guy. Yeah. For the first time ever, one yeah. token white guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think one of the best movies of the year was Get Out, which is, you know... Still haven't seen about. that. Oh, it's, it's spectacular. We know, which is, again, about, about race and, and things. And I think, yeah, popular culture has kind of gone, hey, look, we're so progressive and amazing, and yet the real world is going, oh, women's rights go to hell, we've got a misogynistic... <laughs> so that's, that was quite exciting for me, which is the thing that I'm very passionate about, which is popular culture, that is is really making strides. Probably the other exciting thing for me was the Nintendo Switch and the release of Zelda. Gosh, was that 2017? Oh, yeah. it's so beautiful. They said they were going to release it years ago and they kept putting it off. And I'll tell you what, it was worth the wait. Although it does turn out, which you couldn't do in any of the previous games, uh, you can kill horses. I did not mean to kill horses. But I killed four of them. Helen now has a reputation of uh, horse ripper. <laughs> <laughs> One of them I was riding and it just rode off a cliff. 
And we both dropped. Uh, so I didn't do that on purpose. But yeah, so that was really exciting. And on a personal note... So it wasn't so much killing a horse as a murder-suicide of a horse. <laughs> Is that better? Not really. Can you, can you, can you enter a pact with a horse for murder-suicide? I'm not sure you can. It's Oscar and I used to kill them all the time. Again, accidentally. And then you have to restart the whole level and you haven't saved in three hours. No, so yeah, that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, um, so that was exciting for me. Um, on a personal note, one thing that's been really exciting for me this year is um, our little boy is now 20 months old or so, and he's, he's a little nerd. He's, he's got his own lightsaber, and he makes the correct noises while wow. wielding his lightsaber. And he's got, he knows Batman and Spider-Man and the Hulk and Thor. And you ask him what Hulk does, and he bangs his hands together. And His, his first word was bats. Probably his 40th word was mummy. So I know where I stand. <laughs> we have crafted right. a nerd. We have. Yeah, he's awesome. Yes, my parents keep buying him um, subtle sporty things like a Wimbledon T-shirt and, and football socks. And it's like, no, we'll, we'll put it underneath his Batman shirt. <laughs> so they can try the hardest, but um, a nerd he will be. So, yeah, I hope that made sense. That made sense. That's, yeah, proud of being a nerd this year, last year. Uh, mine, I'm, we're on to me, that the arrow of destiny has pointed <laughs> towards me. Um, my geeky thing to be uh, grateful for in the past 12 months is... The positive power of fandom. I think there has been like a really. You've not spent a lot of time looking at Star Trek and Star Wars fandom. No. (laughs) (laughs) The positive power of fandom, not all fandom. All fandom is often a cesspit, but there is like some positive power to it. Like we're getting a Sensei finale episode because the fans went, hold on, you can't leave us like this. This is not fair. Mm -hmm. You can't do this to us. And I think that's positive. The existence of Klexicon, which is like this massive queer festival because massive con and they're having a British one now next this, this year. Yes. Now we're in 2018. We're now having a British one. They've had them in the States uh, ever since they killed off, uh, a 100 bury your gaze nightmare so you know that's something that's come out of it through fandom and fan organizing mm. of positive things and um you know things like why don't up um have got really positive fans online who you know have also developed a lot of their cons they have their own mm. which again come out of really positive fandom and i think that those kind of things are amazing and you know fans of various different things have come together and done positive things like you you're know, saying like your sensei don't stop the, the sorry serenity don't stop the serenity yeah. that's mm-hmm. the positive part of fandom yeah. you know yeah. and i think these things things like that and you know there's a i can't remember which fan group it was some on tumblr which is also a nightmare but <laughs> on tumblr a group of fans got together and they you know they uh, put got money together to buy a bench and save part of a park you know there's things like that that groups of fans when they come together can do positive things and i think we need to celebrate those moments yes. as and try and like move away from the nightmares as much as we can fandom. yeah wouldn't fandom. surprise me yeah, yeah oh, they really do a gift for everything yeah that's actually true it's been proven but yeah, yeah. I mean, the supernatural <laughs> fans there was a big one of the guys in that you know, quite openly suffering from depression and, and this huge thing about that has been absolutely wonderful and yeah, yeah I think that's a really, a, yeah. there is something there's a real there is they have, fans have the power on, through the internet to do good in the world and yeah. I think it's good when they do so yeah. I would like to celebrate that that's yeah. one thing I'm grateful for last tools. year yes yeah. no actually yeah Yes, quite right. And actually, you just put us all to shame because you're the, yours, yours really on the, on the no, and on the subject of positive fandom, uh, which it isn't quite because it wasn't a fan-made thing. It was a professional. That was the point of it. It was a professionally made thing. Um, but something that I meant, actually, that's not true. Something that I would have mentioned in our roundup of 2017 as a, as a really good thing, had I realised that it came out in 2017 and not 2016, which is what I thought it did. <laughs> 
um, was the Love is Love anthology, which was put together in the wake of the Orlando shootings, yeah. uh, which were in 2016, which is why I thought yeah. Love is Love was. Because that was just a remarkable piece of work. It was beautiful. It, it was, was absolutely fantastic. It was lots of people putting the, you know, donating their professional skills for free. Lots of companies allowing the use of their characters in ways they would not normally do, mm. just to do something positive. I think I missed this. Did you not read I, it? I have a copy at home, don't worry. No, wait, no, I have seen it. I do apologise. Yeah. No, I thought well, you were right. talking about TV stories. It was ages yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was, it was magnificent, and it still yeah. makes me cry when I read it. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's going to be a theme tonight. I have a feeling. Um, <laughs> at least in me. I mean, to be fair, I will not. These <laughs> yeah, days I will yeah. cry at anything. Um, that, that's something that has, has, you know, been amazing this year in in the shadow of this, you know, homophobic, damn Nazis in America, you know what yeah, I mean? Can we just call a spade a spade? They're yeah, they're goddamn Nazis. And so you've got all that horror, but yeah, in, in the wake of it, you've got things like Love is Love. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one interrupted you there, sorry. That's all right, I don't mind being interrupted. I was, I'm normally talking crap, so it's fine. Also, at you. I, I can say I was a teacher for 16 years. I'm used to being interrupted. Damn. <laughs> okay, moving on to item two on our agenda. <laughs> Doctor Who. Did you really make yourself laugh there? Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it just, I, I can't get my head around the idea that I've written an agenda. I, it's, it's just so unlike me. All the people that I ever worked with in teaching, I am so, so sorry. You're probably tearing... I've led so many meetings that didn't have agendas in my time. Um, I bet they're all listening to this podcast as well. Every single one of them. Yeah, I bet they're not, actually. <laughs> they didn't bloody listen to me when I worked with them. Why would they listen to me now? This is because you know you're a comptroller, and that's what comptrolling <laughs> does. Okay, so, Doctor Who. Um, we've had the Christmas special. The Peter Capaldi era is over. I'm not going to start on this one. I'm, first of all, I'm assuming we've all seen it. Yes. yes. Only in the, the Christmas ones. special, yeah. Thank goodness for that, because... We got... We didn't finish the series because we couldn't for some reason. For some reason, yeah, BBC iPlayer stopped. Yeah. We, we couldn't watch it at the time for some reason, and our recordings failed, so we started catching up with it all through the iPlayer, and we missed the last two episodes yeah. But we know what happened to Bill series 10, so. Christmas special. I think they're back up. Hawks, I love her. I think the, the, two, the two final issues are back up, and you really should watch them because they're mm. amazing. Yeah, yeah, I've no Absolutely doubt. Oh, we yeah, loved really it. To watch them. It was probably some of the scariest episodes I've seen. The, the one with the lady in the water was creepy. Well, the puddle. The puddle lady. Yeah. They, they, yeah, really. Puddle girl turns out to be incredibly important. Uh, yes, yes, apparently so. Indeed. But I, yeah, it's um, it's quite dark. It's amazing what they get away with. But then again, that's always been Doctor Who. Yeah, you say Doctor Who, you have been safer. For me, the, the Capaldi series has been really good, but also some of the weakest in terms of week to week. There's been some great episodes, but in terms of overall structure, it's felt very shaky. And I've not... I think the reason why we've ended up going back to watch it on iPlayer is because I haven't been thinking, oh, God, I've got to watch it. Mm. I've, got to, I've got to find out what's happening now. I can't, you know, I, I don't want to find out spoilers. And it's just like, if I'm really honest, not that... Kind of about Doctor Who, because I came, I came into it late. I came to Doctor Who for Matt Smith. He's my doctor and I love it. But even them, and they were amazing, and I love Stephen Moffat. Even when I loved those, I wasn't thinking, oh, I can't wait to watch it. Oh, it's come out. It was like, yeah, we'll, we'll watch it. When it's you know when we can and yeah we recorded it was like really yeah. very much like weekly like yeah and from it coming back mm. I was in like when it first came back uh, in what, was 2005 now yeah 2005 mm. 2005 which was three years ago yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's everyone agreed on really really wish um, 
yeah, I was living in a big house share and it was something that we all kind of came together to watch on a mm. Saturday night because yeah. we, before we went out as young adults, <laughs> not now we're all old. Yeah, so we used to come together and watch it and it was great to see it back and I loved it then and we did that and I, I've carried on with that ever since and I've loved it and Matt Smith absolutely loved him. I love Tennant though mm. and I do actually really, I really like Capaldi's first season. And then this. Well, that's interesting because that's the one most people like the least. I like it. I like that season. I uh, I like him and Clara. I like that whole thing. Clara. It works. And I really this season for me, which we've gone off track. We're meant to be talking on the I was just about to say I need. Right. To, I'm going to bring you back in a second. Point, but Steve <laughs> started it. At least the we're la- talking about Doctor Who. Stay yeah. on target. Yeah. The the thing is, I I do agree. I think it has week to week. It's not flowed perhaps mm. the way it has in the past. And I think part of that has been like these standalone episodes with very little overarching. Yeah. Or tucking that overarching thing with Missy in the basement away and the TARDIS hiding and, the, and all that kind of stuff and Nardole and mm. it, it just it felt very disconnected from the individual stories it didn't yeah. feel like it flowed yeah. through it and it's always felt sort of as a whole prior to that it's part of it do you think maybe just been because it's Moffat was ready to leave Walking and they asked him to yeah, stay yeah, yeah. so I he's, think he's had less amazed. enthusiasm yeah, for it. How it does many feel that people way people say to me that they really hate Stephen Moffat people are allowed to be and wrong I, and I know but what, what's I don't mind people saying that but no one can ever give me a definitive reason why you know you say to someone that's, that's fine that's your opinion why don't you like Moffat like because personally I think what he's done with Sherlock and Doctor Who has been amazing. I agree. We met him years ago. We met him before I knew who he was. Damn. Yeah. If I met him now, I'd be all over him. Okay, no, but dragging you back to the Christmas special. Yeah, kicking and screaming. um, The the spoiler horn sounded before we started all of this, probably. If it didn't, it's going to sound now. Spoilers! Spoilers! I love the sound of the spoiler horn. Honestly, I do. It's It's amazing. (laughs) Can I, before we... Right, okay, Christmas special. Yes. David Bradley as the Doctor looks like my father-in-law if he was thin and it was really off-putting for me the whole way through. <laughs> so I just kept going, that's my father-in-law. Okay. It was disturbing. And it was a really weird thing and that kind of took me out of it a little bit. That's, so a, that's the first thing I have to that's say. A, you, Moffat. That's a very Come specific you. issue. It's but, a very specific issue. That but I, un- I, I understand it completely. The facial expressions, Actually, yeah. the hand gestures, the way he moved, it was my father-in-law and it was odd to yeah. me. So he could do the, some of the best cosplay then. He could, except he's like about five times the size. That's fine, cosplay's... And bald. Bad. But if he put the wig on, he would do the wig. look just like it. So bizarre. And actually, since you bring <laughs> since you bring up David Bradley, let's start there. I don't know what everybody else's relationship to Doctor Who is exactly, except that you're all fans of the current incarnation. Yeah, I watched um, all of them on BBC Two yeah. on a night okay, as a cool. kid. Me yeah. too. Me too. Yeah. We're there. Uh, I, I don't have familiar you are with I've Arnold. seen the first ever episode, so I know. Right, about yeah. the first and I discovered it through Sylvester McCoy and kind of went back and yeah. saw bits and bobs okay. as a kid. And, so you've, yeah. we've all seen William Hartnell. And, yes, yes, yeah. 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 And we saw, hopefully, we all saw the Adventure in Space and Time. Oh, yes. That was incredible. Oh, that yeah. was lots that, of fun. Yeah, yeah that, reduced, that reduced me to four. Yeah. yeah, amazing. That, that shot, I think they did it in that one and, and this Christmas special as well, where it starts with William Hartnell. Hartnell? Hartnell. Hartnell. And it's that, and then it suddenly blends into... Very subtle yeah. sort of synthesis blend yeah. into... Yeah. into and actually, space. I'll tell you what, only Doctor Who could possibly get away with this. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, right at the start, previously on Doctor Who. Yeah. 907 episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yes. <laughs> really, really great. Yeah. Weirdly, he didn't remind me of my uh, father-in-law on that, because he was playing... William Hartnell, he wasn't playing the Doctor. Yeah, it's yeah. him as the Doctor specifically right. that has the same mannerisms. It's <laughs> weird. It's, it's weird, so isn't weird. it? Anyway. Interesting. 
So yes. we liked, we liked. Yeah, I, like I love David Bradley. I think David it's Bradley. great. I nearly yes, called, it, I nearly called him William Herdnall then. <laughs> and that was the guy who did the first, played the first Doctor in The Five Doctors in 1983. Sorry. Trivia point there for you. He's just racking them up early. <laughs> so, yeah, so I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was an absolutely brilliant send-off for Capaldi. Mm. Um, I loved the interplay between the two Doctors. Yeah, I, I, I particularly, and I've seen some criticism of this online, and astonishingly, you'll you'll criticism online. Yeah, well, no, and, and <laughs> astonishingly from Doctor Who fans, and astonishingly, I don't agree with it. They very much played up the idea that the first Doctor was a bit of a misogynist. Yes, and there, you know, there lots of uh, yeah. I suppose you used to travel with him, and uh, yes, and I, yeah, I do. I, I miss it really, and he's certainly missing you. His ship could do with a good sprinkling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And yeah. then she's outside and she's calling the the 12th Doctor an arse. Yes. You're an arse, you're a stupid arse. Any more language from like that from you, young lady, and you shall have a jolly good smacked bottom. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I've seen some criticism of that. Uh, and I think they did ham it up a little bit. But I think the point was to show not just that the show has moved mm, yeah. with the times, but also that the Doctor has grown as a character. Because yeah. yeah. you could yeah. see... Capaldi kind of squirming. Yeah, my note is yeah. a good way of showing how we can be embarrassed by our past selves once we have grown to become better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's the thing where you, you, everyone has that moment where they look back at something they did when they were younger and just go, oh, oh God, God, no, oh. why did I do that? Oh, well, that's awful, why well, did I do that? Well, for yeah. me, it was... And it's a perfect it's so so cool. the, the first Doctor is the Doctor Who from the 60s, and that's 1960s mentality. Oh, yeah, yeah. Capaldi mm. is the millennial Doctor, yeah, and, yeah. That's yeah. That my... and that was exactly how I took it. it oh, was, yeah. It's not... The characters, it's the speaking of the time. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a friend. Being able to be, to be able to look back and go, I now I know better. Yeah. and I think that's really great. So a friend of mine likened it to, uh, it was, I think they were particularly talking about the smack bottom remark, <laughs> and and Capaldi's reaction to that. Which, shall, let's never speak of this again. <laughs> um, and as likening it to to what somebody that you've met recently who you really really like reading your twitter posts from 10 years ago <laughs> yeah and how you'd react to that and yeah yes if somebody read my twitter and facebook from 10 years ago that i'd only just met i'd be mortified yeah. i think um because yeah. you know i'm I've grown as a person. Basically, people change and, and the doctors had yeah, the doctors yeah. had 1500 years to grow as a person exactly. so yeah <laughs> i can't it's wait for really... the, the next 50 years when they bring back Capaldi to be the twelfth Doctor, meeting the whoever, however many then, and then being yeah. embarrassed of all the Capaldi stuff, especially the sunglasses and riding on a tank plane. Guitar. Oh, I loved sunglasses, I... man! I hate those goddamn sunglasses. Oh, but didn't so you? Much. Didn't you love the first Doctor's reaction to them? Yes. No, I yes. love the first Doctor in them. <laughs> yes. What's, what's browser history? <laughs> yeah, yes, that was good. I'm, I am a bit funny about the sunglasses sometimes. I think, yeah. I like the sunglasses. I. It's, yeah, they work as a, they work in the same way as a sonic screwdriver does. They're ridiculous, but they're a great MacGuffin. Well, exactly. Yeah. I just hope that they don't start inventing new Sonic. Yeah, I'm things. happy with the screwdriver. If, yeah. if they do a Sarah it's Jane enough. Adventures and if they give Jodie Whittaker a Sonic lipstick, I'm leaving. <laughs> oh. Sarah Jane Smith had a Sonic lipstick. She did. That worked as a joke in the kids' show. A young Doctor Who's a kids' show, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, if they give Jodie Whittaker a Sonic lipstick. I'm going to be cross. Who's Jodie Whittaker? The new Doctor. The new Doctor. The new Doctor's a woman. Did we all know this? 
Yeah, I I'm outraged. Really... <laughs> <laughs> I'm utterly, utterly, I'm not watching this show anymore. What the hell, man? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you actually... Put As I've it. said before, it was written by Terence Dix. That should tell you something. <laughs> I am so excited. I just oh, okay. and we'll come, we'll we'll come, we'll come back, back to Jodie. I know, I know. But but yay. So there's that. Um women. How did we feel how did like we... women? <laughs> how did we feel about the return of Bill? And how they brought her back specifically? I uh, well, I, I didn't realise she'd died until that minute. Oh yeah, that whole thing of not so, knowing yeah, she's dead. For me, feeling. I was just whelmed. I'm I'm just like <laughs> I'm still mad that they buried their gaze and it makes me angry. She didn't last very long, exactly, she? and it just upsets me because there's been this whole movement, Clexicon, whole yeah. thing, massive whole internet thing of look at all the lesbians you've killed on the internet, hundreds, hundreds of hundreds, yeah. because you don't know what to do with yeah. people once you put them in a show. You just can't can't think that they could live their lives. Mm. No, you have to kill them. That's really great. Thank you, thank you, pop culture. So they did it, and it was just like this is coming off the back of everything that happened yeah. uh, in, in the year before, where we'd gone, no, we're not going to do this. And loads of people had signed a, uh, loads of different companies and writers had signed a thing saying, we're not going to do this. We're so sorry, we're not going to do this. Mm. And then they did it. They did it in episode one with Puddle Girl, and then they did it in the last mm. episode with her. And I was like, this is insanity. Yeah. And the way it's... they brought it back for me, I was like, yay, we're just memories. Thanks. This is not closure. This is not enough for me. I'm sorry. It could have been worse in the <laughs> after after the, after episode one, the pilot. I was I was sort of worried that Bill was just going to leave us a, a, a wake of dead lesbians behind him. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, no. They just all ran from her due to the Pope appearing <laughs> and things like that, which was just much funnier. They all that just went no. Fun. That was <laughs> yeah. Poor. Poor Bill. Really? Yeah, having a date room. Have a good run of luck. Having a date room because the Secretary General of the United Nations has just walked out of the bedroom <laughs> is funnier than lots of dead lesbians. Yeah, wait, yeah, because yeah, they're not funny and it's just, I'm done. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of the way they brought Bill back, but I was quite a big fan of what she was when they brought her back, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like well, in terms of the memory. In terms of the glass yeah. woman. Yeah, um, yeah. And I liked the way they did that, and I liked the way they played with that, because it's Doctor Who, so we're expecting a villain. Yeah. And we're expecting an evil plan. Yeah, that was that and, bait and switch. And they set it up yeah. to make us feel like there was a villain yeah. and there was an evil yeah. plan and then there wasn't a villain but that's or an exactly evil plan. what he says it's like yeah. there's not an evil I don't, I don't know, what know what to do, to do with this evil plan, evil plan. Yeah. Yeah. it's like they're good guys yeah. oh right it's like you're not the only good guy in the universe yeah, um, I, I quite I can see why people would have been disappointed but I, I quite liked it I liked kind it. of played it safe I liked the way that it gave you a goodbye pleasant. because yeah. it's and you know when Matt Smith left he got his goodbye with, yeah. with Amy oh, um, and yeah that's, the, my, that's my high point yeah Clara coming back for a goodbye Got me choked up. I was. Yeah. I was already upset. Yeah. And then I just, the floodgates. Hello, you stupid old man. Yeah. 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 Clara had a good yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would like at least one companion to actually go, do you know what? I've had enough. I'm... Goodbye. And companions and have leave. done that. Martha sort of did that, but then mm. spoiled it by coming back. Mm. Um, I loved Martha Jones. Uh, it was Tegan. So much. Who did it best. Who was that? We're way back in way, the fifth doctor. Tegan was an Australian air hostess. Okay. Um, of course. Who spent quite a large part of the eighties wearing the most ridiculous clothes? Well, it was the eighties. Yeah. But you know, she travelled with the Fifth Doctor, and I can't remember what the what the story was called. I'm so sorry, Internet. Google it, you'll find it. It's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We don't have Google open at the moment, so but yeah. But there was a 
there was a particularly horrific mm. adventure, in air quotes, um, where quite a lot of people died. And at the end of it, the Doctor was like, in the way the Fifth Doctor always was, was trying to be positive and pushing yeah. himself down. Right, well, I suppose mm. we'd better get out. And she's like, I'm not coming. Yeah. I've had enough. I'm yeah. not It is coming. what most people I, I, would do. Yeah, I, can't, done. I can't do this anymore, Doctor. I'm leaving. Yeah. And she just leaves. And... Uh, I actually that was Tegan's best moment. I wasn't a big fan of Tegan. It feels it feels um, that's more like the more realistic kind of approach that I uh, think we probably would have. You got to go on these great adventures. You've nearly died. However many times you go, do you know what? I've seen enough now. Yeah. I think yeah. I'd like yeah. to live my life. I mean, yeah. Sarah Jane got out alive, didn't she? She did. And she um, got her own series out of it. Although, to, be, so, you know, <laughs> to be fair, famously, she was left in Aberdeen. She was left in Aberdeen. <laughs> famously, yeah. Which, Aberdeen's a lovely place. I've been, it's nice, there were dolphins. So, there was that, so, I, so I, I liked the fact there wasn't an evil plan, there wasn't a villain. Yeah. I liked yeah. the, the whole thing with the, the memories, yeah. and we are all memories. And In fact, I thought that we're all memories. You know, what are we if we're not memories, is what Bill says. was a nice callback to the 11th Doctor we're all just stories in the end. Yeah, and make then, it a good one. That yes. um, take it all that episode where he's like giving his memories to the big sun god thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. brilliant episode. I it called back to that for me. Yes. That episode for me is just that made me really excited. Phenomenal. Was so, that Matt yeah, Smith? That was Matt Smith. Yeah. 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 With a little girl this... singing. Yeah, rings yeah. Of, the rings of the rings of Akatath. Yeah, yeah. He had this this ability to to be really quirky and kooky and silly, but also just utterly badass. Yeah, and also Matt Smith. Really, like I am the doc. You know, you don't fuck with me. You know, Matt Smith. I think was the outfit yes yes to do that in that mm. outfit dressed like a geography teacher yeah sorry geography teaching friends yeah and mm. yeah you, you if you think about um nine and and capaldi who are all like leather jackets mm. and very very cool like i don't think they ever for me they never had that complete go all the way badassery capaldi's yeah. one of the oldest people they've had to play the doctor since hartnell and he played the doctor very young yeah yes um, Matt Smith's Smith, the youngest yeah. person ever to yeah. play the Doctor, yeah. and he played him like a ninety-year-old. Yeah. yeah, you you could really believe that Matt yeah. Smith was nine hundred years yeah. old. You really Absolutely, could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> back to Christmas. Yeah. Um, how do we feel about Mark Gatiss? I, I love Mark in this in, much yeah, in, in, in this episode. Like, I, hang on, didn't didn't you turn into a red monster and die in a cathedral like f- three series ago? It like, was more than three. Oh, well, it was it was more than three. Yeah, that like, might have been season one actually. No, no, it was season two. Martha, so it was yeah. season three. Three. Peter, Capaldi, three. Peter, Peter Capaldi's been in a previous episode, doesn't he? As, as he has. As a rainbow. Yeah. 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 yeah, so, you know, I, I kind of, and that's good. been talked about, but but for me, I was just like, hang on a minute. Why are you here again? They just look very similar. There's a mustache. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference. It's that thing, yeah. what's it called? Uh, time and space resonance or something they something call like it. That, so they can yeah. get away with reusing people. Because yeah. um, Amy Pond was in the same episode as... Yes, she was. As yeah. Yeah. In Fires of Pompeii. Yes, I'm doing yeah. that, which no one could see. It's completely <laughs> unhelpful. Yeah, Amy put her hands over her eyes in the fires of Pompeii, which is what Hatch brilliantly learning. <laughs> it's a fantastic mind. I wish you could see it. I, I don't know if it, if Mark Gatiss, but I think anyone could have played it the same. As much as I really like. Oh yeah, no, it was Gatiss, like a very I think character. it was. It was Apparently, it was, was, it was also there. part of the goodbye of yeah, the yeah. Moffitt Gatiss. Gatiss was in it because he's no, Stephen Moffat's mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he, he was just there to to further the the idea of you know, death is coming and I'm okay I, with this I did like the fact that he was a um, Lethbridge Stewart. Stewart I yeah. liked yeah. that that was I, nice so the I character, only knew about that when I googled it <laughs> the character <laughs> I liked yeah. so I liked that it was, it, they just dropped that little Lethbridge Stewart moment in and I, I loved that, that I sussed really that nice I sussed that when they, when they mentioned Chroma which makes me feel like a geek yeah, <laughs> yeah but no, I, I think I think he, yeah because he, the whole point of it was 
you know, you're ready to die, but the longer you hold on, then yeah. you, you don't want to die. Well, exactly suddenly, he says, I was ready, but yeah, now you've I'm made not. You've made your peace with it. You know yeah. you're going to die. You've made yeah. your peace with it. Stop and then so, suddenly somebody stops it and you get some hope. Yeah. Mm. Maybe this isn't inevitable. Oh, buggy, yes, it is. Yeah. I also really like the fact that the Christmas special, whilst, yes, it was set at Christmas, wasn't overtly Christmas. Which yeah, it didn't have the, Santa Claus. Well, no, I loved that. Yeah. Yeah, or it wasn't set on the planet Christmas. Or, yeah. Yeah, in the town. The well, I, loved, I loved that you don't actually get any mention of it at all until the very end. And yeah. I thought that payoff yeah. was just beautiful. Yeah. Oh, and also the football oh. game, because that obviously was yeah. a real thing, and that was a beautiful I mean, that game. and so that, that whole speech well about... I only moved it by a couple of hours, and any other day that wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah. But yeah, not even hours. It wasn't like ten minutes. Or something. It was, I mean, yeah, but but this is Christmas 1914. Yeah, and this is the only time this ever happened. Yeah, that yeah, I really it's hard, I, that's um, such a heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Um, that really speech, sweet. I'd gone already at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that speech, it, it made yeah, me very yeah. sad. So do you mean his goodbye speech or his speech during the World War One? The, the 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 thing when he said, "Yeah, that this is the the, the only the, the first and only yeah. time this yeah. ever happened. This was a human miracle." Yeah. Yeah, I realised it was happening, and I started crying, and then he did the speech, and then it just got worse. Yeah. And then from that point onwards, it was over. Yeah. It was just a lot of sobbing. <laughs> just, just so much sobbing. I loved, his, I loved his goodbye speech as well, and I've seen so many people post that as like New Year's resolution now, and just mm. so many people it's saying that was kind great of so what, the, 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 He says, yeah. uh, to the next doctor. I've got yeah. some yeah. things to say to you first. Yeah. 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 I, I liked that. Apparently pear sales have gone down. <laughs> Are you being serious? I'm so gullible. But because uh, I could believe it. Though. Well, Capaldi's, Capaldi's doctor's always been good at speeches. There was yes. the Zygon speech. <gasps> Love that one. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was he the one? Was that the one where there was the war? There was yeah, the yeah. going to have war, and well, it was just like yeah. you, you don't think about yeah. the children in the end scream and burn. In and the end, oh my you God. end up doing what you should have done in the first place, which is sit down, down and talk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that that was a magnificent speech. Yeah. yeah. There was the speech he gave, which you haven't seen, um, but which I did include in a podcast uh -huh. um, about the, the one he gives to the, to the master and Missy. Oh, God, yeah. About when the master says, why are you doing this? There's no way you can win. I'm not trying to win. I'm not doing this because I want to beat someone or because I hate someone or because, because I want to blame someone. It's not because it's fun. God knows it's not because it's easy. It's not even because it works, because it hardly ever does. I do what I do because it's right, because it's decent, and above all, it's kind. It's just that, just kind. I loved that. That was amazing. That that, that whole, I think Missy's Missy's going was just for me like Missy's just... go, but Missy Missy di dying in the way that she did was again. That was that was the end of that arc. It's just it's done, and without. Without comment or reward. No fanfare, no nothing. And Nobody even so... knows it happened. The Doctor still thinks she betrayed him. It's, uh, you, 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 you guys have got to watch this. Watch this. Hmm? this is, we haven't seen I this really, the, you know, that re redemption. I mean, I really yeah. love a redemption. I love a good redemption of some of someone like uh, Missy for me as a character. I just I have enjoyed so much. Yeah, Missy was great. Absolutely brilliant every time. <laughs> Missy was great. I, I, I'm so pleased I didn't suss who she was until she told us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you look back, it's actually quite obvious. Yeah, <laughs> it's screaming the obvious. Time, yeah, if you rewatch it, it totally makes yeah. sense. But you know, it's so good. But yeah, so yeah, not getting her back though. That was a shame. No, I, I think I think Michelle Gomez is probably gone. She's not memories. She's screwed her. She's happy. She's in Gotham, and she's happy to come back. She, she said she'll come back if she's asked. But. Is she? I, I. Oh, this is going to be off tangent. I got to season three of Gotham and. Gave up. 
I'm still halfway through season two. The, the woman that plays again, Barbara, I think, is dreadful. Oh, I see, we can't be friends Flaky anymore. is great. Flaky for me. Flaky villains. I'm a fan of a Flaky. Oh, I don't villain. see the point yeah. in the Gotham show if there's now Batman in it. Oh, shut up. It does hurt. It's got Bruce Wayne. turned into him. He's turned the kid, the kid that plays Bruce Wayne's amazing. Uh, right. Anyway, so they on target. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I wrote an agenda, Gomez. Because you told me to. Yep. Sorry, back onto it. So are we in, on high high point or are we on... on yeah, high points. What's high I have Clara on the list. Yeah, Clara's return was a high point for me. But I just want to give a, so a shout out to Murray Gold's Swan Song yes, soundtrack. Absolutely. He's going as well. And really? yes. yeah, this is the end of Murray Gold's wow. reign as the the orchestrator. The doctor's personal composer. And he thank has you. been, like, I'm sorry, Murray Gold yeah. has produced some of the most phenomenal yeah. moments musically yeah. in the past X number you of think years. That, when did he start? Because he didn't start in 2005, did he? Uh, yeah, I did he? He came in when Tenant came in because I've got the soundtrack right. from that point on. <laughs> so from season two? Um, season two soundtrack is incredible. Yeah, you, I mean, if you, you think back through however many seasons of Doctor the Who, Doomsday that is, the soundtrack. soundtrack has been amazing. Amazing. Uh, absolutely stunning. And it was a real nice like thing as they went through. There was just these little moments of different bits. They pulled mm. bits from way back when. They had the Rose theme. They had the original Doctor's theme mm-hmm. from season two. And then they pulled bits from the Matt Smith era. And it was just so nice to hear all these little moments yeah. come back. Yeah, um, through. that was I great. I really, really enjoyed Good that. Good shout. So that's my, that's my high point other than Clara because I was just so happy that he got his memories of Clara back. I just thought that was wonderful. That was a nice, neat, yeah. Tying it up in a bow, yeah. bringing everything back. Really lovely. Yeah, yeah I liked that very, I, I very much. I take it quite personally when people say they don't like Clara. I don't and understand I, it. Yeah, but then again, I really didn't like Rose. And people take that quite personally. I can take or leave Rose. Yeah. I, there are very few very few companions I really don't I like. Didn't really, Turlo, I didn't basically. like Amy, but I liked Amy and Rory. Yeah, Amy on her own was a That's fair. Amy and Rory worked. I mean, I adored Amy. Clara, I loved her. And I might have to fight you now, but... In the, <laughs> I love yeah. Donna Noble and I don't think she gets enough shout and I also love Martha. I, I loved think she gets enough shout. I loved everything about Donna Noble except the way she left. That was gutting. I love that <laughs> because we were taking Donna's agency away from her like that I thought was Sucked. wrong. But, but yes, good Clara stay on target. Back. <laughs> yes. Love me some Clara. Low points. Capaldi not being the doctor anymore is probably my low point. I'm a bit tired of actually a friend of ours said this as well. Um why why does the TARDIS have to blow up every time we get a new doctor now? I know they have to redo the set. Actually, yeah, that that trope is getting tiresome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really would like to see regeneration where the doesn't blow up mid regeneration. Actually, actually, my low point. I think uh, this surprise, surprise. This comes from an argument I had with somebody on the internet. (laughs) Don't feed the trolls. I get it. I understand why the TARDIS blew up and threw Jodie Whittaker out into space. I, I understand why that happened. It's a great now get out of that cliffhanger. Yeah, uh, they always start like For the start of season one. But they've done it so many times. Maybe they'll kill off Jodie Whittaker. First of all, they've done it a lot. <laughs> never see that coming. More importantly, and honestly, if they'd thought about this, they should have thought of this. I know what's coming. I have seen so many yeah. variations of the <laughs> women drivers. Yep. <laughs> Joke. Oh God! Um, that I've needed to reach into my computer screen and punch people, and sorry, you've heard this off the back of it, yeah, mm-hmm. the time. And it's mm-hmm. it's a yeah, uh, it's either that one, uh, let a woman drive, uh, or it's see, even the TARDIS doesn't want a woman doctor. Either way, don't feed the trolls, don't feed the trolls. Either way, idiot. Can I just say point one? Yes, the best driver of the TARDIS is River Song, who is what? <gasps> River Song knows how to drive the part of the artist better than Matt yep. Smith. This River is true. River Song. 
Sorry. <laughs> I am so in love with Riversong. That Chibnall, because obviously Chibnall wrote the regeneration portion of this. I was just about to ask. Because that's the tradition, that the, the, the writer hands over to the next writer for so the regeneration. So short. Yeah, um, really. So short. And he must be aware enough to know that that was the open goal he was leaving, which is now going to sit there until September. Oh, my God, is it September? In a way to link oh. it to other things on the agenda, it's almost like somebody standing with a lightsaber holding it to someone and waiting two years to see what they're gonna, what that reaction is going to be. And maybe Chris Chibnall is actually going to go, do you know what, the TARDIS loops right back around and catches her. That's my that's my current theory, and I think. That's, yeah, so, yeah. We like have the TARDIS this, has ejected it because he's blowing up. We have all this time to kind of go, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, and it's going to get resolved Yeah, it's so going to go, it's going to come around, it's, well, it's going to fix itself and rematerialise a tenth of a second later, 30 feet below her, and she's going to land in the pool again. Yeah. Fine. Yes, that I can do with that. great. I would really love that. But I still, I still, it, it irks me slightly that they left that open goal. Mm. I, I, I wish they'd done it some other I way. consider that. But then again, I'm not... That said... I hate women. That said, I'll tell you what my favourite thing, my absolute high point, was, first of all, the look on Jodie Whittaker's... No, that isn't Jodie Whittaker. The look on the 13th Doctor's face. Win. When she catches a reflection in the screen yeah. and goes, oh, brilliant. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Only in a Yorkshire accent yes. that I can't do in spite of the fact of living here my whole entire life. I don't so not only do we have a female doctor now, she's we have a northern, northern female doctor. I was, no, she's not northern. I was she's so than, She's better than northern. She's from Huddersfield. Oh, so <laughs> As is Patrick Stewart, another wonderful one. Oh, yeah. He's, actually, Huddersfield produces some really, really fine science fiction actors. Really great. It's amazing. Yeah, I think, I, get I think my high point might actually be going back to that bit where he says, it's not a bad guy. You know, I don't know what to do with it. It's not an evil yeah. plan. Because actually that, that links and into Star Wars quite nicely as well for me. It's a bit mm-hmm. that, yeah. that kind of, that I can bring up later. I loved, I love the, um, with some, this is someone we're very familiar with, but they're just, they've just come out of their shell joke about the Daleks as well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, and Rusty, we got Rusty back. I love yeah. Rusty. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of lot of good. Not much get, bad about do it. Do you get the impression that they make the Doctor Who Christmas special for people that aren't always Doctor Who fans? You think there are people that they, only watch the Christmas special? I think you have to assume that they have to do that. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I like I liked the one last year. You didn't like it. The superhero one. I really enjoyed. Oh, it. I loved that. I thought that was great. No, no I'm with you. I'm really not, split not I thought it was. Yeah, as previously noted, people are allowed to be wrong. It didn't feel like a Doctor Who. Episode. Maybe that's why. But it also it didn't is... feel like they knew enough about superheroes to kind of go. That it's just like you. You're only kind of going through. Reg what... liked it, and he owns a comic shop. But they only were kind of exploring what the general consensus of comic book movie characters were, and it. I, it yeah. Anyway, that it was, was last year. Because they were going to show it at five thirty on Christmas Day. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's the thing isn't it? And that, that's always the limiting yeah. factor with the Christmas special. Mm. Yeah. Uh, except when they show it at eight thirty on Christmas Day. My my right. favorite Christmas special of recent years has got to be the the Clara special with with the Santa yeah. with no it's oh, Santa. It's, it's I actually that was Nick Frost. Nick Frost is Santa. Last, I love it. Last Christmas was such a nice bait and switch. It was really scary. good. It was scary. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. It wasn't. Remember, well, wasn't because because I sussed. Is that the one where? I sussed the instant he walked in that clearly that's not Santa Claus. It can't be. So what's going on? Uh, but they they let us they they left it so long before they paid that off mm. that it was like oh maybe it's something what are they yeah. doing and, and that did, was great and I did really like that where again it was kind of to do with death and memory and all that kind of stuff again and you know uh, I can't remember what happened you know. she was gonna die 
Then she didn't. That's what happened. <laughs> that basically, it wasn't. But basically, they, was, they were a, getting rid of Clara. They were getting rid of Clara. Everyone knew Clara was going. We kill her in the Christmas special. That's what we're going to do. That's, that's what it looks say. like. And then they didn't kill her. And then they killed her in the Raven, which is just the most oh, heartbreaking. She gets a good death. She's good death. She gets a good death. Well, and then she, they ruined it by having a not die. The Doctor's not really in it very much. I love that because it means that somewhere out in space, me and Clara are piddling around in a random TARDIS that looks like a diner. And they, as canon, canon, they are flitting around in space, can reappear. Yeah, and actually, yeah. one of the things I love... Made, yeah, give us a comic of that, please. One of the things I love about that is that me, and weirdly, not what's-a-face that plays me... Mm. What's her name? Williams? Yes. Maisie. 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 Williams. I was going to say Daisy Williams. I didn't think that was wrong. Maisie Williams doesn't look like this girl, but when she's playing me, she looks the dead spit of... Well, they were identical twins, so two girls I used to teach. How whose attitude to life was very much like me's. <laughs> So there's a bit of me that has a, has a former student of mine <laughs> pissing around in the universe in a, di- a diner-shaped TARDIS. <laughs> TARDIS. I love the idea Which, of a diner-shaped TARDIS, though. That's, that's just, it seems really kind of cool, cool yeah. to me. I, I, I do hope that eventually they might bring her back in some anniversary edition or something yeah. to well, I, I would I think it would be really them. fun like uh, you know because obviously the Doctor Who comic exists why not just have like a yeah. one shot like yeah. uh, just yeah. seeing what they're up to like that would be really good fun That'd be great. in fact I, I think there's a four issue miniseries right there I think they're really Titan Books if you're listening um, I have a pitch <laughs> Reg I don't well, think they're listening so. I can dream they might be <laughs> we, can, we can post this on the yeah. yeah I can tweet them tweet it to them so yeah, high points. Uh, what do we think of the regeneration? We've already said. Um, actually, I think we've, we've come to the end of this agenda item. Unless anybody has anything else to add, so yeah. gen- general consensus: thumbs up. Thumbs up. Absolutely. I'm like looking it. forward to September. Absolutely. I yeah. thought it was For the first time in my life. I'm looking forward to September. It was uh, spoken like a true teacher. <laughs> that no, I think it was a it was a beautiful end to Capaldi. Weird. I watched it on Christmas Day on iPlayer quite late at night. After after all the alcohol one drinks on Christmas Day. And I watched it and went, no, nah, it was really good. And then went to bed. And then I watched it on Wednesday. That's yesterday, isn't it? Yes. yes. I watched Twice. it yesterday at lunchtime. And I was in pieces. Really? I was ugly, racking, sobbing <laughs> mess. Really? Really? I had Clara was actual, was actual like, I, proper sob sob. And I genuinely, I don't know why it got to me so much the second time around. I swore really at it. Did. I actually swore at it. As soon as Clara appeared, I just went, <laughs> fuck off! And then cried <laughs> even more. That was the point I was at at that point in the episode. It was so bad. My poor wife is just sitting looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? Get a grip. <laughs> you don't understand. You can't do this to me. Do you yeah, think it was, it was a good awful. send-off for Moffat as well? Do you think it was? Uh... I think it was. I mean, yeah. it was clearly... It was Stephen Moffat. You know the really self-indulgent leaving of David Tennant where he goes and visits everybody he's ever sodding well met? Yeah. I don't want to go. This was very much Moffat's version of that. You know, we got we got Bill back, we got Nardal back, we got uh, Clara back. <laughs> and his glass nipples. Yes. Um... So we got Rusty back. We got we got Rusty back. He got the first Doctor back. <laughs> yeah, we got. Not? He got to play with the first Doctor. Mm. You know, I, I think it was like every idea that he hadn't used yet. Mm. I, he got back in. Uh, so yeah, I think it was that. And, and Murray Gold did exactly the same thing. We've talked loved about it. that. Loved it. You know, yeah. we we had a magical mystery story of everything good that Murray Gold's ever bloody written. So good. And I will really really miss his soundtracks. Do we know who's doing the new one? Yet? I have no idea. No, I did have a sort of vague discussion with somebody on Twitter and neither of us knew or could find out, which um, was I haven't seen anything posted. 
I'd which, love to know. Which makes me worry that they haven't chosen anybody yet. And it's just... it's Or they know and they just want to keep it under wraps. It's so easy to have, like... It's, it's really hard to do what Murray Gold did for so long and have yeah. all his different Doctor themes be so different and yet be so that Doctor. Yeah. Like, to, to be a composer for something like this where you have the same character but they are different all the time mm. and actually to kind of keep that strength and keep the identity of the character so so well represented musically I just think is such an amazing thing that he did mm. and I just really hope whoever they get next is as good because it makes it different, isn't it? You know, the, the composer's gone, the writer's gone. It's yeah. it's the thing that you don't notice, but when it's not there, it, it or when it's bad, yeah. it completely can yeah, destroy. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And my, that's, yeah. that's something that concerns me. I was saying, yeah, yeah, my concern is it's always hard for a new showrunner to take over something like Doctor Who because it's got a reasonably judgmental fan base, if yeah. we're honest. And I speak as one. I think as well. Hands, the, hands the, in the air. The, the, the first episode post-regeneration, everybody's watching and going, this had better be bloody spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're always disappointed. They always and, are. And on this, yeah, they on always this are. case, but there's like, the extra weight. And this one, the extra this one, weight of it being a this one it cannot. Yeah. And, and, and I remember we said this when it was all announced that Jodie Whittaker was, was going to be the next Doctor. And it's just like, it doesn't matter if it's successful or not, because that first episode is going to have the highest rating of any TV show this year, because yeah. everybody wants Ooh. to watch it to see what it is. But then it has to be spectacular and it has to be successful because otherwise people go, told you it didn't work. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's I'm, I'm genuinely concerned about that. Although, ooh, before we move on, there's one other thing, because I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get this into, into the national consciousness. Um, I've tweeted this, I've Facebooked it on many Doctor Who Facebook groups. Do you actually do any work? <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it um, is work. No, hang on, it is work. True. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Professional geek, yeah. In response to all of the bloody women drivers jokes, my response has been, no, hang on, all of that damage was caused by the 12th Doctor mm -hmm. self-indulgently holding in his regeneration energy for so long that when it came out, it was really explosive. Okay, Jodie Whittaker is having to deal with that. So she finds herself cast in a position that many women will recognise as being the new woman taking on a new role and having to spend the first six months cleaning up the mess yep. <laughs> that was left by her incompetent male predecessor. Um, and uh, that's the trope we're going with here, as far as I can see. That's the first half of the series done, isn't yes. it? That's it. That's... That and also the fact that River Song is the best driver of the TARDIS. Yeah. Yes. Fuck you. Yeah. I, and actually, do you know what we need to see with River Song back next oh week? Oh, my God. Just for one episode. Okay. Alice Kingston has said she will do it. Chibnall, sort it out. We, she just needs her own series. She, she I would watch the, I would watch the River Song Adventures. Yeah, I absolutely do. would. Yeah. I think Chronicles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't have adventures. Because she writes the book. Yeah, yes. well. the River Sun Chronicles. Yeah. And if, the diaries if, of River Sun. I think, you know, that's also a comic that could be made. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Titan Books, <laughs> if you're listening. We have another pitch for you. Just <laughs> thinking back over what Moffat's done. Because it's one of those things where it's just like, oh my God, there was that as well, and there was this as well, mm. and there were such epic stories. And, and, and actually, the payoffs, the payoffs yeah, as the well. Yeah, the payoffs were amazing. In that regard i think the christmas special was a bit of a meh but then again how, how could you say but, goodbye to moffat when he's done these then, yeah, things? In, in so many ways follow that yeah, you know, yeah. it's 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 almost so impossible it, i enjoyed it but it, it could have been grander and, and everything to for a big send-off but you know but i, I, yeah. I but like we you know we briefly touched on earlier like it did feel very much like we're just going to keep this rolling because i was already going to be left yeah and it, it kind of it ties in with the whole series of it not it alone. Like being well 
I mean, Moffat, yeah. Moffat actually did that twice. I mean, the original plan was he was supposed to finish at the end of season nine, and they persuade, they asked him to stay on because they wanted Chris Chibnall to replace him, and Chibnall wasn't available Which for was a year. season nine? The one that wasn't this one. All right. The one we just had was season ten. Right. So Clara was... Clara. So Clara the Raven, all of that. Yeah. Um, so he wanted to go out on um, Hellbent... So heaven sent and hell bent. Yeah. yeah, which would have been a great way to leave. And he was asked by the BBC to stay on for another year, please, because please they wanted they wanted Chibnall and Chibnall wasn't available because he hadn't finished Broadchurch yet. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if Chibnall had already indicated that he wanted Jodie Whittaker, and of course she wasn't available either because she hadn't finished Broadchurch yeah. mm-hmm. yet either. So he stayed on, and he was supposed to finish the end of season ten mm-hmm. with um, the Doctor Falls and. Then Chibnall said, and I think it was reasonable, hang on a minute, I don't want to start with the Christmas special and then have nine months before my first episode. And I certainly don't want to have to write Peter Capaldi's regeneration because I, you know, his final thing, Capaldi, and he's not my doctor, he's yours. So, again, Moffat kind of said, I'll do the Christmas special as well. (laughs) So he he keeps thinking that he's finished and then... Plus, I'm sure renegotiating a return fee for the mm. BBC is probably brilliant as well. And you know, very, very lucrative. So why would you say no to things like that? Yeah. Well, quite. Mm. Uh, so are we, are we done with the Doctor? Put him in the TARDIS, send bring, him away. Bring on September. Yeah. Um, whenever it starts, it might be as late as October. We actually don't have a, a start date yet. But it, for me, it can't come soon enough. The first thing I did was go on IMDb and look for a start date. It can't come soon enough. And look for a composer. <laughs> I, they'll, they'll be I, waiting until... Uh, Comic Con, and then we'll tease us with something, won't we? Yeah, Easter, Easter even, is the earliest we're going to hear anything. I yeah. I'm even looking forward to Bradley Walsh. I'm not. Sorry, he's the thing. I just am not happy about the real thing that I'm just really. I really, knew I was going to start something here. Not happy. About I didn't know who Bradley I was going to start it with, but Please. I knew I was going to start start uh, something. Oh, why? They just had to put an old white man in the TARDIS, didn't they? He might be in it for and one you... episode. He might be in there to to do that, and then you know. I hope his character. All the trolls, is all the, the I really trolls hope this character. The first episode, fabulous. we'll see Bradley Walsh. Go, oh, it's fine. There's a man there, and then the next episode. Also, I I I said something. I said when they first announced. Jodie as check me out on first name terms. She's from Yorkshire, it's fine. <laughs> uh, when they first announced Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, I said I really hope that the companion is a middle-aged white dude because you did, you, yeah. You can have so much fun taking the piss out of everybody's misogynistic attitudes with that done well, mm. because there are going to be so many people who assume that he's in charge, yeah, or who even assume that he's the Doctor. Yeah, and the the if his character is played well, and Braddy Walsh is a surprisingly good actor, um, I think it might just work. I, I mean, equally, it could be seeing the Christmas special. Bloody up, no! no. I was going to say, am I missing? Something? Equally, equally, it could be judgment. awful. Um, if you want to know who Braddy Walsh is, watch the chase. Exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or watch Law and Order UK. Right. Because he's actually quite good in there. Yeah, he's all right in that. The thing is, it's one of those things that I just reserve judgment until it comes out because yeah. sometimes well, it's just, just, you just need. I mean, just because, just well, because, because Jodie Whittaker's a woman doesn't mean she'll be any good. She might be bloody awful. She might I don't be. think she will be, but she might be. Well, this is leading us perfectly. She has got jobs. Perfectly into the next sequence, which is the fact that fan anticipation and expectation is now probably a bad thing. I agree. I agree, and th- this is Steve's way of clever- cleverly segueing us into Star Wars. Yes. Yeah, um, I was going to do it slightly differently.
and sorry to interrupt, but we're going to leave it there because we're approaching the hour mark and some of us are going to turn into pumpkins. Join us next week when we'll stop talking about Doctor Who and start talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi. What did the geeks at the gate think about the most divisive Star Wars movie since 1977? Spoiler, quite liked it. We'll see you then. Until then, hang around the gates. Thank you for listening to the Geeks at the Gate podcast. us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks at the gate or contact us on Twitter at geeks at the gates or contact us by email on mail for geeks at the gates at gmail.com that is the number four not the word geeks at the gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire prepared for this. Should have written something down. David, uh, David Tennant, for God's sake. David Tennant wasn't in the Christmas I'm editing, I'm editing that out. <laughs> Can we just pretend that that never happened?